0: Good day, good day, good day. And thank you for tuning in for another segment of Let's Be Real. This is your girl, Savannah Benique. And as usual, let's hop in with both feet. So I've been asked a couple of times as far as healing. How is it that you go through the steps of healing? Or how is it that you could start confronting things in order to change your life? And as I've mentioned before, you do have to go back and address a few issues and stuff like that. And so mentally it's just like, okay, well, I have these issues that I need to get to, I know that it's happened, but how can I get to it? How can I resolve it? How can I get it out? And so um, I wanna explain to you guys a few of the methods that I've used over the years in order to allow things to come full circle and to do my healing process to be honest with you um my healing began while I was in massage school um whenever i decided to take the advanced classes uh for massage we ended up learning what was called reiki if you're not familiar with reiki reiki is known as a universal life source so uh like the chi or the energy that is within each of us that keeps us interconnected there's a way to work this energy in order to be able to heal oneself with reiki you can do um removal of negative things they even have protection symbols they even have uh symbols to do past present and future healing um and they also have uh symbols as well for emotional healing now uh to be honest with you i i grew up as a jehovah's witness so to To me, in the beginning, all of this stuff that I was just saying or mentioning, then it was just like, there's no possible way. You know, that's that's ridiculous. It sounds like magic and fairies, and it sounds, well, sounds witchy. (laughs) Let's be real. It sounds witchy. So I didn't feel comfortable with it at first, but I decided to go with it anyway. So I did the Reiki level one attunement, which with the Reiki level one attunement, that means that I could start doing healing on myself. So I got the attunement done and you're supposed to wait three weeks because for each day it goes through each one of your chakras to help cleanse, align and balance it. And um, so I waited my three weeks and like literally nothing happened. And so um, I ended up doing the second, the Reiki level two, cause I was just like, if I could have these certifications and they'll get me hired. so be it. Nothing happened the first time, so cool. So I had my Reiki level level two attunement. And um, that day, oh my God, like literally right after it happened, I just started crying. Uh, I was told that someone that I I really looked up to and regarded highly was leaving the administration while I was still in in school. And I bawled my eyes out. (laughs) And I couldn't understand why. And then after that, uh, the rest of the day, I was crying, crying, crying. And I could not tell you why. It was just an immense heaviness that fell on my chest, my mind, my heart. I didn't want to do anything. Um, it was like, I guess all of the years of depression just bawled on me all at once. And then after that, my life just kind of seemed like it went into chaos. That's the way that I would describe it. It seems like I was losing even more than what I was losing before. Not only was I I losing material items, but I felt like I was literally losing my mind. I went through some of my hardest struggles um, my first four years, well, three years here in Florida. And I couldn't, for the life of me, understand why. But as I kept going, kept getting different jobs and all the rest of that, I kept meeting different people. And these people, I honestly feel to this day that these people actually were my angels because they were telling me things all along the way in order to be able to help me out to figure myself out. So, um, throughout all of my learning, my Reiki attunements, uh, all of my experiences and growth, I realized that a lot of my reactions to life, whether it was fear-based, whether it was anger, Whether it was sadness, or sometimes I had that feeling, that nagging feeling crawling up on my shoulders, on the back of my neck. uh, Out of expectation that things will more or less always go wrong. Because it's always gone wrong. Even whenever I had pure thought, pure mind, even as a child, it just always went wrong. And so whenever I noticed that that was my pattern of thinking, or I continued to have the same response... From the people around me then i really had to look internally to find out what it is that was going on now to be honest with you it's taken me up until this year to finally be able to say like okay let's get let's get to the real root of it and so i meditate and also um do my 108 breaths i use crystals the whole nine now this is far from the girl that grew up in a small town uh, and was raised as a jehovah's witness very far from it i'm proud of my roots and i'm proud of what it introduced me to which was more or less questions so in order for me to be able to confront what it is that's going on literally each instance in which it was that i felt um upset or like you know, whenever you get so angry, the adrenaline the adrenaline rush just pumps through, and that's literally all you could think about is all the things that made you angry. Well, I kept having that reaction, but with that reaction, every time afterwards, like a few weeks afterwards, I would get sick, whether it was uh, just sinus congestion, a cough, anything else like that. I-, I noticed that it began to tear up my body. So. Um, I ended up doing a meditation one day out of a recommendation because someone said that I needed to take care of my inner child. Now, to me, whenever you say that I have an inner child, that means to me that I didn't I didn't grow up. I didn't do what I was supposed to do, so you're telling me that I'm still a kid. And so I took great offense to that. And I was just like, no, no, let me sit back and look it up. So I looked it up, and the inner child... As I've mentioned before, no matter how old you grow, you will always be someone's kid. You are your own kid. And whenever you go through certain traumas in life um, that aren't addressed, that aren't explained, and no one really teaches you how to deal with it or how to uh, cope, that emotion, that memory, that inner child more or less stores it internally. It could be in the stomach, it could be in the chest, it could be in the head. It can even be, um, in the lower abdomen as well. And whenever that memory is stored, um, it causes a, a certain reaction within us that we're unaware of, such as, let me see if I could give you an example. I, um, I made a promise to myself whenever I was younger that after a certain point, I wouldn't trust anyone, Right. And I, I had forgotten this promise consciously, but subconsciously I continued to keep that promise to myself. So every time it was that I met someone new and they were a little bit too giving, too friendly, or something like that, it was off-putting for me because I was just like, no, this person is up to something. Because of that one time that that person was extremely nice to me and all the rest of that, and I got burnt. I kept that pattern of behavior and... And it controlled me up until this point. So we, well, I got to meet this new person and uh, well, many a new people. And the first thing that I do in order to guard my heart was to judge. All right, well, this person isn't about anything. They, they have this going on, they have that going on. I could feel it, I could sense it. But little did I know that what I was feeling and sensing from them, I was also sensing or uh, receiving a mirror image of myself and so um as soon as i started pointing that one finger and actually if you do if you point one finger towards the window one finger out then you're going to notice that there are at least three more fingers pointing back at you so whenever we end up saying that someone else is like this this way or we begin to judge them immediately we're looking at the weaker part of ourselves we are looking at Uh, the things that we wish to correct and are unaware of. But we sense that it's there, but we see it in this other person. And so we get even more frustrated or upset, not with ourselves, but with them. For portraying this this image or for um, showing us the true side of ourselves. So I sat down and I meditated after um more or less my my judgment and my comments more or less blew up in my face so I sat down and I was just like I had to be real with myself and I was just like Savon, what's what's going on what is it that you're holding on to you know why why is it that um you're so upset why is it that you continue to be guarded why is it that you just I don't know you keep going through these cycles you keep pushing people away and they're all good people but then you instantly see something bad so what happened so one day i decided to sit in my meditation after my 108 breaths with my crystals i decided to sit in meditation and center myself and i asked my question or i asked myself that question over and over again what is it what is it Why, why do you keep holding on? What happened? Right? And so I asked that question and then I just sat in silence. And then all of a sudden with my eyes closed, this memory of me, very, very young, came into place. I it's like somewhere in elementary, I want to say about third grade or whatnot, but that image came up and it showed my little me with my little pigtails and stuff like that where I began to promise in my heart sitting alone that I wouldn't trust anybody else. And so whenever I saw that image in my mind, I began to cry and I was just like, I was, I was too young to be making decisions like that, but I had to do what I had to do at that time in order to protect myself. We sometimes go into the habit of teaching our kids that the world is a big and scary place. And whenever we teach them that it's a big and scary place then we give them these certain coping mechanisms that are unhealthy of course but then it also kind of produces the world that they're in what you speak what you think what you say you attract what you are you attract so if you are fearful at a young age you're already surviving at a young age and you're already making big decisions for your life about how it is that you're going to deal with people in order to keep yourself safe and guarded it creates somewhat toxic toxic adults depending on um just how strong that emotion is i'll give you um another example money i i've never really been good with money at all um my excuse was that i wasn't good at math and then my other excuse was that um well i didn't have money growing up so nobody taught me but what I didn't realize was um, there was this one time my dad took me to the fruit stand down the street and he gave me like maybe it was just $20 or something like that or maybe it was 100 uh, in order to buy some fruit and my favorite soda at the time was RC Cola. And so he, uh, the guy gave me back the change and I handed it to my dad and my dad was just like, oh no, keep it. And so whenever we walked back to the house and I was so excited because I never had this, ma- this m- much money before as a kid, I was just showing it off and he was like, don't do that. You want to be able to put it in your pocket so nobody sees it and nobody tries to take it. And so I put my change inside of this little um, coin purse and then I stashed it away in a hallway closet underneath like some towels or whatever, but it was at the top shelf. Where nobody really went I had to climb up there to get it and so one day um, we're playing outside and I could hear the ice cream truck coming from the distance and so I run upstairs I run and I climb to the top shelf and I try to grab my coin purse and whenever I reach for that coin purse it wasn't there it wasn't there at all and I'm hearing the ice cream truck approach and I'm I'm starting to get scared and nervous and upset all at the same time. I was like, my money's up here. I know because I put it up there and I didn't touch it. I didn't touch it again. It has to be here. Well, the ice cream came and passed and I'm still tearing up that hallway closet. Everything's thrown out of it. I'm checking every closet there afterwards. Maybe I put it in the wrong one. And so finally, with tears in my eyes, I asked my mom's boyfriend at the time. I, I asked him, I said, uh, do you know what happened to my money? I put it up here and I know I didn't touch it, but I don't know. And so he, he looked at me and he was just like, um, oh, that was your money. I thought it was your mom's. And so he went inside of his wallet and then gave me what was left, which was a torn up $1 bill. And that crushed me. That couldn't buy me and my siblings ice cream, no matter what. No matter what it was that I did as a kid um, at seven years old, I would walk around with a lawnmower in order to cut grass. And no matter if it was an acre or just a little piece, people always pay me $5. But with that $5, then I would take it and I would buy something for myself and my siblings. So whenever he did that, he took away my ability to be able to provide for them. You get what I'm saying? And that crushed me. And so after that, Whenever it was that I received money, I would just spend it. I would just spend it all so nobody would be able to take it away from me. And there began my bad relationship with money. I never had it. I never kept it. I was never able to return it after I borrowed it. Because I was so scared about being without because of somebody else. You get what I'm saying? So... How you get to healing yourself is literally going back and asking, where did this start? Why do I have this feeling uh, of, well, instability, not being safe, not being secure? Where does it come from? And yes, by all means, I could blame, I could blame him for, for upsetting me. I could blame him for all of that, but it was literally my choice as a child to just be upset and then declare that from now on I'm just going to spend my own money I hurt myself without even being aware of it because I was just surviving I was just coping I was just doing the best that I can at that age but the greatest thing about us being adults is that we're able to give back to ourselves not only the knowledge but the love that we didn't have or Anything else that we truly wanted that we weren't able to have. If you were a child and you grew up broke, the number one thing that you're going to ask for throughout your entire life is money because you never really got to have the experiences, those enriching experiences that everybody else was able to have. But whenever you're asking for money, baby, you're not you're not looking for money. You're looking for yourself you're looking to be valued and no matter how much it is that you may pray request uh or even force things to happen okay you got you got the money let's say that you are lucky enough to get the money do you feel enriched do you feel wealthy do you at all a lot of what it is that we deal with our coping mechanisms how it is that we think is not only created by what happens to us as kids, but it's also what it is that we observe as kids. If you see something happening to someone and they're hurting, or even those people that are the the people that do the hurt and the child sees that and they see that as power, they're going to emulate that. If there is a moment in which you've been taken and you've been made weak, you're going to hold on to that moment and in a sense, it's going to continue to attract those same people because you haven't yet dealt with it. A lot of us have been through different traumas in our lives. A lot of us been in situations where we would like to blame someone else, which is cool. Yes, they made the choice. They made the choice to hurt you. They made the conscious choice to hurt you. But from here on out, if you hold on to that thought and that memory, then that's you giving them permission to continue to hurt you. Nobody is losing sleep over what it is that they did to you X amount of years ago, but you still are, but you still are. And so it's time just to be able to take a look within yourself and go back, literally go back to that moment no matter how traumatic it is, go back to that moment. And I want you to appear to that younger child, that image in your head. And I want you to tell her all the things or him, tell him or her all the things that they need to know. Give them all the things that they ever wanted. Even if your grown 45 year old behind is inside of Walmart buying a Barbie that you wanted X amount of years ago, or the electronic car that you wanted X amount of years ago. You have to be able to give yourself what others couldn't at that point in time, and it may be material, but it's definitely emotional. That's why I say it's okay to say that you're not all right. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to feel all these things, but it's not okay to stay that way. I need you to be able to sit and go through that meditation. If you can't do it by yourself, if it's too much trauma basically to be able to get to, trust yourself and love yourself enough to do it with a professional. So where they sit down and do the hypnosis or you could just sit down and tell them exactly what it is that you want to work on and then they develop a correct plan to get you there. But a lot of the things that you don't have right now has nothing to do with the materials outside of you. It has to do with the lack of information, knowledge, love, consistency within you. So hug yourself. Love yourself. Encourage and build yourself up and educate yourself, just the same as you would your child. Just the same as you would your spouse. Give yourself that energy. Don't be mad at the things that have happened before because they made you just as amazing and resilient as you are today. And you have to be able to applaud yourself. I don't care who you're with or what it is that you're without. But look at how young you were. Look how little you were. And you endured a lifetime of these aches and pains, but you're still surviving, baby. And you're still here. You're still able to breathe. You're still able to make your future. You're still able to create something that is better than all the other somethings that you had happen to you. You were strong when you never knew how strong you were. You were strong for you even when you wanted somebody else stronger to help you you've endured a lot but you made it here and that is a gift it's not only a gift it is amazing you should applaud yourself you really should pat yourself on the back or look at yourself in the mirror and say wow like truly think about it because whenever you go through trauma whenever you go through trauma you're just surviving so you kind of You kind of lock some things away and you don't realize it, but you've done the impossible to make it where you are right now. And so you have a a decision to make. Are you content where you are right now within yourself? And if not, then what is it that you're gonna do to start giving yourself more of what it is that you need? Whatever it is that you need, you won't find in another person. You won't find an inanimate object. Money can't love you back. It really can't. And whenever money, I'm telling you, whenever money starts being devalued, whenever there is no value to money, what will you have left? What talent, what skills, what love will you have left? Will you be valuable? Get back to that inner child. Give yourself what it is that you need. Give yourself everything that you need because you deserve it. How do you do it? You go back to that memory that hurts you most, that you don't want to visit. And you just pour all types of love onto that little girl and you applaud her for being able to be able to hold so much and be here today. That is a gift. And that is truly amazing. And you need to be told that. You are here. And you are a gift. Regardless of what it is that you've thought any other time, you have something amazing in you, which is why it is that you strove. You literally fought for your life in order for you to be right where you are right now. You made that choice. And now you can make a choice to grow from that. I want you to be able to look at yourself and know that you are a gift. You are loved. And I thank you for tuning in. I love you.